Hi, Asia. Thank you for making the time. Thank you. I've been looking forward to really sitting down with you like these last four years. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad a chance to get, uh, get a chance to do it now. Um, so is there a story behind your name, like the way it's spelled, like how, how that happened? There's no big story, but I know my brother named me um, with just the name Asia, but my mom, she changed the name uh, or the spelling of it. Um, and the spelling of it means life. Uh -huh. So um, I think that's just kind of how they went about it. I'm not sure if my brother just, it just popped in his head or if he's been, he was thinking about it for a while. Um, but that's all I know as far as my, my name. Have you been to the, the tea house on university? No. That you no, know that there's one after yes. name after you? Yes. Okay, not yes. name after you, but you yeah. know, maybe. Um, so your brother is, is much older than you, right? 11 like, years. And he's Quentin, like yes. Oakland basketball legend, mm -hmm. really. Um, so he was already 11 when you came along. Are there only two of you in the Just family? Two. Yes. And then so he got a chance to be old enough to talk about little sister coming and all of that. Yes. By all accounts, you guys have a very uh, close and special relationship. Can we, can we talk a little bit about that? Um, I would say, I think it, it's always been close, but I guess I didn't really appreciate it. Um, and then as well as him, I don't think he appreciated until we both got older. Um, and we were in similar situations with basketball, college, of course, um, and just overall growing up in Oakland. So I think that that developed as years went on and right now you would think we're only two years apart of how much we talk to each other um, and then when he's home we'll hang out with each other of course but the bond is very tight tell me a little bit more about what you mean when you you realized that they're you know like they appreciate the bond more mm -hmm. because when there's that big age gap you guys didn't go to school together and all right. of that you know when did that transition and how do you think that happened um i would say kind of going from high school to college especially with basketball involved for you yes okay. for me because this is my first time going through it. My parents, this is their second time going through it. And when he went, that was his first time going through it. So I had someone to look up to going um, through the basketball life, through the social life in college, school, all of that. So if I needed something or somebody to look to or talk to about, I could easily go to him and into my family. Not necessarily I have to go outside to my friends try to understand what's going on but just because we have that that bond right there it made it easy for me to contact him and ask a whole bunch of questions so in some ways he made a very diff different college decision than mm -hmm. you he went way across the country right. to a powerhouse in North Carolina mm -hmm. all of that and then you decided to to stay home right. can you talk a little bit about the difference or even how you you came to that decision and you know that process for you? I wanted to be like my brother. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to stay home. I thought that going away and um, choosing, not necessarily just a big name school or big brand school, but just to get out of California and I felt that I would mature a lot. I would be on my own a lot because I'm an independent person. So I wouldn't mind going. And you saw that happen with him maybe? Yes, but then there was kind of a difference. Uh -huh. um, knowing that he got homesick, he had injuries. Um, there were certain things that wasn't working out with him and you know he was kind of contemplating, did I make the right choice? Um, and my parents were really involved in trying to make sure he was okay. So that, that kind of puts a toll on both ends, on the child and the parent. Mm -hmm. And of course, I don't want to put a burden on my parents. They've taken enough care of me. Um, so then going through college, I'm like, I don't want to do that, you know. 
what if I'm in that similar situation? Do I want to come back home and, and vice versa? So that all helped me choose where I wanted to go. Like I said, I never wanted to stay close to home. Um, but the decision that I made here, of course, was kind of dealing with that, having that in the back of my mind, but also this is my life. So I get to choose, do I want to have that? There's always going to be ups and downs regardless of where you go. Mm-hmm. But I felt this was a better situation for myself. How much, if anything, did your high school injury uh, mm-hmm. come into play in terms of deciding what to do? Because you mentioned earlier about his own injury and all right. of that. Um, of course, me personally, it affected me physically, mentally, um, and my support system was beyond that I can imagine. Of course, family, and then you have people on the outside who's willing to help and be supportive. But I don't want to say that was even... Um, a hindrance from colleges recruited me I don't even think I don't even think anybody dropped Mm. maybe maybe one or two but majority of the colleges were still there and that's that's rare to happen after an injury so I was glad that happened Um, but definitely the injury made me a better person Mm -hmm. overall Mm -hmm. so I want to go back later uh, to come back to the family, how you got into Mm -hmm. basketball and all of that. But since we're talking about the injury, Mm -hmm. you had a scare relatively recently. And so tell me about that process and, Mm -hmm. you know, how quickly did you know that you were really seriously injured? But I know the team certainly seemed very concerned Mm -hmm. about that. Did you have flashbacks to when it first happened? You know, Um, what the whole process was for you? So when it happened, I felt something kind of similar to what happened before in high school. And of course, my immediate thing is I'm scared. I don't know what's going on. I felt something and I know it wasn't right. Um, when I got to the back, my mom came down and I just broke down. Because I, of course, I don't know what's going on. She was in tears, she didn't know what's going on. Of course, as a parent, you don't wanna see your child go through something again. Mm-hmm. Um, we prayed about it right then and there. We got, I got my MRI two days later, next day or two days later. And then I found out later that day Nothing was seriously damaged. Everything is good. Um, and so after that, treatment, rehab, and I'm still doing that, making sure everything is in place, uh, making sure all of my muscles are strong and, and healthy, ready for competitions later on. But definitely, um, I wouldn't say flashbacks, mm. but just the fact that I don't want to go through this again. Right. This is your last year locally playing basketball in front of friends and family. Um, this is a big year for the team, and I know – um, I'm one of the reasons why we're in this place right now, and I don't want anything to be um, neglected from that. I don't want to take anything from that, that we're on this right road right now. So um, it was definitely, I would say, a scare. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like be be grateful for what you have mm-hmm. and continue to go on with that. So mm-hmm. a little scared, but a little setback, but we're good. Right. Related to that, you know, we just got the news that Michael – Mm-hmm. is now again out for the year mm-hmm. uh, you know she was coming back and then her knees full up and everything like that so you know how are you supporting her through that you know because she's actually yeah. going through something additional right like it's a, a setback in a way um, so how are you helping her and the team helping her through that I would definitely say as far as me um, even when that happened last year we built a bond and sad to say injury brings people together um, but I would say we we're much more closer because I'm helping her. She's helping me with certain things, kind of reminding me how did I go through it? How did I have support or what are some things that I kind of had to help myself get through injury? Um, And injuries affect different people. 
Mm-hmm. So my experience, yes, we have this similar injury, but it's still a different experience for her. Um, so we're trying to be the best support system myself and the team as well as we can, as best as we can, and um, just take it step by step with her and not have her go through it alone. Now, it may seem, as far as her, you may be going through this alone, but um, just to continuously let her know that we're here with her. Right. Uh, you're not alone. You're going to get through this. You're going to be even better than you really think that you are. Mm. Um, so, you know, you were providing part of her support system, and you mentioned earlier that when you got injured in high school, you had an amazing support system. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming a lot of that had to do with your family. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit more about how you grew up. You know, like, you have this big brother who's a, a much older than you, and talk a little bit about basketball, about mm-hmm. how that came about, but also talk about, you know, how you grew up with your family and, and about your parents and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, my mom, she always says that I was practically born in the gym Um, and I think my brother was in a tournament at the time I guess when she went into labor um, or something like that but um, I've always been around basketball of course with my brother um, traveling with him high school college um, and even having his friends still support me now which is great you don't hear a lot of that especially for women's basketball players but my family, my parents have been my backbone all my life. Have taken great care of me. Um, let's let's bring their names into the conversation. John and Loretta Thomas. There you go. Um, they have been wonderful for me, providing me um, just throughout my life. And proudly, I, I wouldn't be even half the person, not even close to the full person that I am without them. Um, of course, working day and night. Um, Something that parents are supposed to do, but I feel like they've taken just the extra step to make sure the kids are set um, for the future. And I think they've done a great job mm-hmm. at that. Give me specifics about what they did to help make sure that you, the kids are set based on what you just said. Um, I wouldn't even, I think just the way that they approach life. Mm. My dad. Um, I think I can see myself in him as far as the independence. He's a person that likes to get the job done. He doesn't want to wait for anybody. Um, And he's set to what he wants to do. Um, And it's not just for him. Mm. It's for his family. Mm -hmm. And I still see that. Even when I was younger, I was like, why, Daddy? Why are you doing this? You're always doing this. And as I got older, I got to see he's setting it up for the future. Mm. My mom, she's a selfless person. Mm. Selfless. Um, and she's always doing something for someone else, even if that means taking taking herself out, like kind of bringing so much physically mm. out to herself. Um, but then also she's a, she's a goofy person. She's really goofy. She likes to be around people. She likes to make people happy. One of her passions is cooking. So I think that's kind of not only her passion, but that's something that keeps her going, like calm. Mm. And I think... I'm kind of picking up, just trying to find, not necessarily cooking yet. <laughs> I'm going to get there. Definitely, I'm going to get there. But it's something that keeps her calm and chill, um, knowing what she's doing is helping others. Right. And it's not for a benefit for her. And I think that's where I'm starting to grow and enjoy that. Um, what they have just shown me throughout their life and my life to show on to people and pass on, you know, just a, a good atmosphere for somebody. 
so they say you know when you stay too close to home one of the benefits is you know home cooking and mm-hmm. literally this is the case yes. here for you yes. what's that what's a favorite dish that your mom makes that you still get to go home for whenever you want to maybe a dish that you want to learn to make later her macaroni and cheese that's always something um she cooks a lot but for sure when it's something that can be kind of quick and she cooks quick and you would think like a Thanksgiving meal prepared day, she can do it in about a day or two. Because she that's how intent, like she's really into cooking and passionate about. Um, she doesn't want really anybody in the kitchen with her. Get out of her way. <laughs> but um, I would definitely say her macaroni and cheese is my go-to. What's good about it? Is there What's her secret ingredients or process that you can give away? I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't know. I really don't know what it is. Darn it. Um, it's, it's just good. It's really good. You know, when your parents cook something, it's like, oh, yeah, that's my mom's cooking. It's different from everybody else's. Um, just makes me feel like I'm, I'm really home. How often do you get to go home and, or, and see them? This year has probably been... I haven't went home as much this year compared to the past three years. Um, but for sure, now that I'm on break away from school, mm-hmm. I want to be home a lot. My brother's back. He just got back a couple of days ago. Um, so just kind of spending time with him, even around games and practices. Um, so right now, I'm just kind of taking time to spend more time with him. Where's home now? You grew up in East Oakland, and yes. that's, that was very important to you, because I noticed in Media Guide, it says East Oakland. It doesn't just say Oakland. So that's yeah. intentional, yeah? Yes. Tell me yes. a little more about that, that specific locale and growing up there. I've grown there all my life. I know before I was born, my parents and my brother, they stayed in West Oakland. Um, And I I mean, I don't necessarily do it, say East Oakland as more of like, East Oakland is better than West Oakland, no type of competition, but it's just a part of me, it's an identity. And I really think that's unique about um, location, but then where I'm from, East Oakland has a lot of legends, basketball-wise, musicians, artists, um, and, and so much more where I think people should take pride in where they're from and not necessarily what you may hear on the media because there's a lot of violence, there's drugs, there's this and that. Um, it's just something good that can come out of it um, by you know identifying yourself with the place mm-hmm. and make sure what you do and everything you do, you're representing something well. And I wanna put that on the map. Um, just let them know East Oakland is here. Um, and it's nothing in a negative way. It's just a part of me that I really take to heart. I think I've shared with you that, you know, I, when I was a, a principal, I was an elementary school principal mm-hmm. in East Oakland, so I do know of which you speak, you know, that mm-hmm. there are all these impressions and, you know, media right. representations of, of a place. And right. yet when you're there, you do see the richness and the, mm-hmm. the warmth and all of that. So I'm, I'm really glad you, that you're representing it. Um, no, that's really great. Um, so they still live there now? Yes, we're still. And still your childhood there. home is still there and mm-hmm. all of that stuff? That's mm-hmm. great. So when you go back, um, do you still see folks from the old neighborhood? Because I know the neighborhood has changed a lot over the years too. Yes, um, I still, I actually still have, at least the neighbors around me are still there. Um, I live on a hill. Huh. So it's a lot of people that moved out here and there, but as far as the ones next to me, mainly those are the same type of neighbors. Um, and I mean, nothing has changed as much. 
Um, it's just quiet. Mm. Okay. Where I am, it's quiet. Now down the street, you see it's open. So it's it's everything from the loud music to everything. Nice. Um, but nothing has really changed as much. So, so let's let's track your basketball development, right? Mm-hmm. You were you were born like you said, like on the court, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. When when did you start picking up the game? Like when did you start to see? And then when did you start to see? I'm I'm good. I can I can make something of this. I know from little memories, and my dad still has like lots of tapes. My dad used to record a lot. Um, in the house, he would record games, but um, I had like a little hoop, and it was a, I guess kind of, not a magnet, but you can stick onto like a window, something like that, um, but I, it was on a mirror, a mirror we have when you walk in the house, and I would just stick it on there, I have a little ball, and I would just shoot, and I would just shoot, and I would just shoot, there was no other sport that really got into me, or like I was really attracted to, I like to play other sports, but basketball was just something that once I saw basketball, pick it up, I know what to do with it. <laughs> I know to just put the ball in the basket. Um, my dad got me started into peewee basketball at Carter Middle School. It's called something else now, but it's down the street from Tech. Mm-hmm. And there will be games every Saturday for about five or six weeks, maybe more. And I was playing with boys. And I was like, maybe one of two girls that I saw or I remember at that age, and I would just play. And the coach that I had, he grew up with my mom um, at the the church that she grew up in. So we we knew each other. And I would just play almost every year that he put me in. And then once I got to an age where, and I found an AU team that uh, from a friend, a family friend who knew Leroy Hurt, who I played AAU basketball with. Um, or under and I just took it on from there and after AAU after summer traveling and then I start to realize what recruiting was all about I was like maybe I really want to take this serious um, like I said there was no other sport that I was interested in my dad thought you know you could try he was free with that you know if I wanted to play basketball he would help me with that if I wanted to switch mm-hmm. to another sport he was very open to that right. which was very good for right. me um, but I think I would say going into high school, I was like, okay, maybe I can, I can do something big with yeah. this. Yeah. And of course, with the influence of my brother just seeing it, I was like, yeah, I want to do this. I definitely want to do it. Yeah. You know, one of the things people always talk about is you're, you're short, right? You're small yes. for basketball. Yes. When did you start to realize I'm kind of small, you know, for this, you know, for this sport and I know that you said in one of your things is like, like you know one of the best advice you would give people is like don't limit yourself yes did you feel there was a limitation at some point and did you like say to yourself i'm gonna have to push through this because i'm not growing any taller i would say high school maybe probably freshman year we had um odara we had brianna brown casey um, those towers those right? towers um I was like, okay, I could deal with it in high school. And then once I started to really realize college basketball, I said, oh, yeah, <laughs> this may be it. <laughs> but I don't think that really hindered me because I knew my ability on the court. I knew how effective I could be on the court, not, not just for myself but my teammates, how much I felt appreciated regardless of height. And I didn't let that really take toll of me. Um, and I bring it back to Oakland. 
it's there's certain it's a certain toughness mm-hmm. that you have in Oakland, regardless of a height, regardless of a, a physical ability. There's this toughness that drives you to to get what you want, to do what you want. And I would definitely say that I probably played a um, an advantage for me mm. instead of a disadvantage because it made people look at you a different way. Mm-hmm. But then they realize like, oh, well, I have to change my enti- mm-hmm. mentality about this mm-hmm. person. This person is really good. Right. Um, so I don't think it really affected me, but mm-hmm. I knew about it, or at least I started to understand it right. in high school. And that toughness must have come in handy the mm-hmm. first couple of years yes. here. You know, a couple of tough years. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about that, and then tell me about like how it feels now mm-hmm. to be a senior, to be with this team, and how things are different. Um, I came from Bishop O'Dell, a, rent, a winning program. So I'm like, okay, coming to Cal, new players from um, this area, Bay Area, and then some from SoCal. I'm like, we have some, some good, talented players here. We should. It's not going to be easy, but I know I'll have help. We can do some damage. Um, continue to grow and all that. And once the first two years hit, it was like, Asia, what are you doing? Are you sure you want to be here? Um, it's not necessarily is this the right choice, but do you feel you're capable of being here? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was definitely tough. Besides the losing seasons, um, and it kind of made me. I guess I got kind of depressed. Mm kind of depressed to a point like what are you doing you know everything is not necessarily supposed to be smooth but I don't see anything I don't see a light Mm -hmm. at the end I don't see any progress coming in Um, and now fast forward to here that had to happen for me to get to this point right now Um, being with Christine and I'm glad we stuck it together because it could have just easily we could have parted ways Um, but I think just just having that that growth come between that and and just understanding that certain things happen for a reason mm-hmm. and pieces were um, coming together mm-hmm. and maturity and all of that understanding and then just bonding with each other and I think that definitely helps um, with the maturity process but now I'm I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it, not just because we're winning, but it's coming all together. Mm-hmm. I'm understanding why it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Rase coming out, I love her on and off the court. Um, Rase, Kiana's growing. Um, Jalen has become a phenomenal basketball player. But you can see, you can actually see now, I can see now the maturity within everybody. And I'm really appreciating it. So were you and or Christine close to transferring or leaving at some point? No. No, but I'm just saying how if, if people were in this position, I could see they just want to be like, oh, no, I want to take the easy way out. Got it. Got it. So, um, yeah, it's it's been it's definitely been a road um, that at first I was like, Asia, are you sure you want to go th- <laughs> through this? Yeah. Um, but I, I know I, I also had in the back of my mind, like, you're not a person that quits. Right. So being a senior now, um, and you said you see the growth in the team. It's not just the basketball skills, mm-hmm. right? It sounds to me like this maturity, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, is there more mental toughness? Is there more heart? Is more? Can tell me a little more about that because things that we don't necessarily right. know for sure watching the game. Mental toughness, heart, like you said, um, the able to, the ability to um, 
to just read things. If we're just talking about on the court right now, able to read things. Um, do I make this pass? Can I muscle up, go through somebody and score? Um, and just having that kind of that the toughness that you're not gonna you're not just gonna limit me to this. You're not gonna limit me to this. I have other ways to score. I have other ways to help my team out, whether it's on the offensive end or defensive end. Um, and then even off the court, you can just see they're taking their time with who they are. Mm. They're embracing themselves a lot more. Um, even if that means, nah, I'm not gonna be with the group. I'm gonna just be by myself and chill. You know, and we don't take that in a in a negative way. It's like that's what she wants to do. That's how she goes through her day, or that's how um, we're growing. Yeah. You know, just just understanding people uh, a lot more, just being who we are, enjoying each other, of course. Um, but I was like, growth is is definitely something that I see within this team. So literally UConn is practicing behind us here. Tell me a little bit about playing a team like that in your senior year at home here with this team. Yeah, this is one game for sure. Um, I would say in my career, I've never been excited to be a part of. Um, and with that, not only because we have a good team that can definitely compete with this team, but then also just having a sold out crowd or even close to a sold out crowd come here locally from where close to where I am um, and see great women's basketball play. Not men's basketball, but women's basketball. When's the last time we've had hostility sold out? Mm -hmm. um, and I think I just get excited because you get people to come in your house, see two great teams play and battle. Battle for a win. There's, there's always men's basketball or a football game. It's not that many women's sports teams of course around here in general but it's like you're looking at women play basketball mm -hmm. you know and I think that's great for us it's great for young kids to come see to give them um, motivation to be like oh I can be in this yep. and it's not just you know we playing playing some just average team or we're playing some decent team we're playing the number one team in the nation you don't get that it's rare occasion where you get to see that so um, I'm definitely excited for this. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm gonna try to hold it in as much as I can, but I know Saturday I'm gonna have to let it out somehow. Yeah. Um, we have to wrap up. So but I want to follow up on a couple questions around the idea of of being a mentor, being a role model. You've spoken about that a little bit, and you just mentioned a little bit here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's close to your heart. So I want to give you a chance to talk about that a little bit, and what that means yeah. to you. Who are you talking about when you're talking about being a role model? Mm -hmm. Um. I would just say younger kids, regardless of gender, regardless of age. Um, when I was growing up, I looked up towards um, older older people within my, of course, within basketball. Um, mainly guys, because that's who I was all around. But when I saw Devin A, when I saw Alexis Great Lawson um, play, I was like, okay, we can do it. And I'm speaking as women. And girls, we can we can actually do something. But just to have um, an influence on younger kids, to give them motivation to do whatever they want to do, as long as they have the good right uh, mindset. Um, and some kids they don't have a support system, like I was, uh, or like I have. Um, so it's it's just a person. One person can change, not even change, but can help another person, and that's all that takes. So if I'm one of that, or one of them. I'm fine. I'm good. I think I'm doing my job. Um, but I just want to have 
um, an impact on younger kids through whatever they want. Um, and of course, sports, basketball is something that I'm passionate about. So having younger kids come to the games and, and seeing that, taking pictures, autographs, it makes their day. And um, I just want to be somebody for them. So. Final question, What's your, what are your plans beyond Cal? Um, I definitely want to go overseas um, and travel and play. If I'm able to go in the WBA, I'm taking that. I'm not holding back from that. But definitely I want to travel and play, um, go to different countries, play for a couple years, not, not very long. Um, and then possibly coaching. Um, I definitely want to do that. And then probably media, something in the media production. Um, I want to try something behind the scenes. So I have, I have a few options I'm still thinking about, but those are some things that I, that's really been on my mind. You know, any final words for the fans since, you know, like you, they've been watching you for nearly four years now? Mm-hmm. Um, don't stop supporting, let's just say that. Um, for sure, keep supporting. Um, and this will be a, a year they won't forget. I can say that. Thank you so much for Thank spending you. time with us. I really appreciate Thank it. You. Take Thank care. You too. Bingo! Got it done! Done.